a shutout, five goals, a Colperfetti multi-point game, everything you want in a Winnipeg Jets victory over the Columbus Blue Jackets. We'll dive into this game and so much more on tonight's episode of Locked On, Winnipeg Jets. You're locked on the Hockey Jets, your daily podcast on the Winnipeg Jets. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, friends, and welcome to tonight's episode of Locked On Winnipeg Jets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Harrison Lee, an avid Winnipeg Jets fan and an online blogger. You can follow me on Twitter at HLivingLoco and at LO underscore Winnipeg Jets. Thanks for making Locked On Jets your first listen of the day every day. If you like what you're hearing, be sure to like, follow, and subscribe on all of your favorite podcasting platforms and YouTube. Doing so, of course, is always free of charge and ensures you never miss another episode. Most of all, though, we just love and appreciate your support. Tonight's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more because right now, new customers can get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on right now to get started. Now, like I said, the Jets uh, yesterday had a very nice outing. They took down the Columbus Blue Jackets 5-0. And, of course, Hellebuck got his second shutout of the season was a very interesting game by all accounts because Winnipeg, for part of it, um, you know, if you look at the the stats on the sheet and probably in some expected goals categories and stuff, the Jets didn't necessarily dominate for for large stretches of the game, right? Winnipeg actually had a few moments where Columbus may be threatened, but I feel like this is one of those games that a, a couple of nights ago I heard Sean Reynolds talking about it, right? He was describing the Jets as a team that, you know, against weaker opponents at times hasn't looked like they were playing the full 60 minutes. And he didn't say that they were taking shifts off, but he was trying to kind of suggest that Winnipeg wasn't playing at 100%. And I think this is one of those examples where Winnipeg actually was relatively patient, right? The Jets generally limited the amount of chances that the Blue Jackets really got There wasn't a lot in the slot that I thought was particularly dangerous. A couple of key exceptions here and there where maybe uh, a jacket would slip just between a defender or two and get a good cross-slot pass over. I didn't really see it as much until late in the game when Columbus was at least trying to break the shutout, but there were a few instances earlier in the game where, you know, Columbus got a few looks. But the reason I mention this is because the Jets really have this, this style of play where they can dial up the pressure very quickly. Uh, somebody posted on Twitter recently talking about the idea of gegenpressing, pressing, right? Uh, which is a very common uh, concept in European football. And, you know, it's about closing off space, aggressively pressuring uh, opponents into making mistakes and, you know, creating um, essentially offensive momentum by shutting your opponents down and dominating control of the game. And that's where I think the Jets have an innate ability to kind of go from zero to 60 at a single moment's notice. Once they start rolling that pressure and really building up momentum, it is very hard to slow this team down. You know, every time they make a mistake, they immediately try for puck recoveries. They can pressure opponents with waves of of line changes and offensive zone domination. Their, Their cycle game can really control and throttle you. And the scariest thing is, even if the Jets, like in this game where they were playing maybe at 50 to 60% for a good portion of it, 
you know, they have this ability to seize on mistakes almost immediately. If you make a single miscalculation on a zone exit or a risky pass, maybe um, at your own blue line or through the neutral zone, the Jets have really been good this year at stepping up and making those reads. I've noticed Winnipeg doing this a lot with stretch passes where, you know, maybe the pass is a little bit obvious, but the Jets step up and aggressively jump the line, uh, shut down the lane, and usually strip the puck or force a turnover. So that's pretty cool. And with this game, you know, the Jets uh, scored a couple of goals around halfway through, and suddenly Winnipeg seemingly started to uh, really dial up the pressure. And what was funny was the Jets actually got off to a really fast start with a Brendan Dillon goal. He ended up leading like a left-wing rush, and I think it was Tarasov and Net who maybe tried to play the pass and instead just had the puck bounce off of him and go in. And then after that, there was no scoring for a good stretch of the game. And then Winnipeg slowly started to, you know, get back into it. Cole Perfetti scored a goal. Um, then you had a Josh Morrissey slapper. And after that, the Jackets started opening up and Winnipeg kind of started doing its thing where it just shut the game down and completely dominated control. This Winnipeg squad, when they're into it and really feeling it, can just suck the life out of you. It's really fascinating. I haven't seen many teams capable of doing this where because of the way that they play offensively, they just control the pace of the game, they control the tempo, and they really give your opponents uh, no time to really react. The Jets are masters of this. I think this is one of the strongest teams we've seen uh, do this uh, from this like Jets franchise, and it's impressive every time. Like I just sit there and I kind of marvel at it. There are times where I'll sit through a game and I just start laughing. Like you, you just start laughing at how good the Jets are at doing some of the uh, simple stuff, right? Sealing off space, but it, it's not simple. It's not easy to apply the pressure in the right way and force your opponents into mistakes. And yet the Jets make it look easy. This team is just custom built to really terrorize opponents in the corners, along the walls, and to jump those passing lanes and force mistakes. I think that the Dursey turnover that became the uh, Nemesnikov goal against Arizona is a great example. You know, Perfetti double-teamed uh, one at Dursey with, I think, maybe Niederreiter or something like that. Maybe it was uh, another player on the line change right before but basically, you know, you force that that mistake and it gets capitalized immediately. So that that's just great stuff. And I think the Jets did a phenomenal job doing it against Columbus. And then to make things even nicer, you know, Hellebuck was brilliant in this game, shutting down the Blue Jackets. You know, his seeds and save percentage just continues to get better and better. And really, you know, you're looking at Vesna candidates out there. He has to be truly one of the front runners, maybe the front runner. Uh, for me, his season has been marvelous. He's up to a 9.23 on the season, which is fantastic. 2.2 goals against average. Not that I really look at that one as much, uh, but it is kind of funny to think about because the Jets, again, are on a 30-game streak now of conceding three goals or less. And they're like conceding two goals or less in, I think, the last 10 or so, which is maybe maybe even 11 games. It's it's crazy low. Uh, you don't ever really see this kind, kind of happening from a team, let alone for you know 30 straight games. Even 10 games would be really impressive, but the Jets continue to thrive. They continue to, to dominate. And I want to talk about the, the dominance of one particular player who is having the best season of his career to date, a very young career, mind you. We'll dive into why Cole Perfetti is really special in just a little bit. 
Before we go any further, though, I do want to shout out our friends and partners at FanDuel. The NFL regular season has wrapped up, but there's still time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers can get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $150 guaranteed, win or lose. Now, for those of you who you know are perhaps rooting for a team that's been eliminated or maybe even a squad that has a slim wildcard chance, having the chance to uh, plop down $5 and still get some cash back to play with is always a blessing. For me as a Ravens fan, I haven't had to worry too much about losing recently. Not going to brag. It's been a good season. Uh, got to stay, got to stay on the grind set. But you know what? Even if the Ravens were out, I'd still have a chance to get in on the same action too. And what's great is FanDuel is super easy to use, and there are so many ways to use that extra bet cash from live same game parlays to new parlays under their Explorer tab. And there's even a parlay hub that allows you to find the most popular parlays for maximum fun. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and make your first bet a chip shot extra point. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Hello, friends, and welcome back to this episode of Locked On, Winnipeg Jets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Every day, thank you so much for rejoining us on tonight's episode as we are talking about a couple of fun developments with the Jets recently. Obviously, we just talked about uh, the Jets uh, basically whooping the Columbus Blue Jackets, 5 nothing, absolutely awesome, huge uh, shutout, and all the fun stuff that Winnipeg could possibly want continues to come their way. Now, I want to talk about one really fun thing, and that is the progression of Cole Perfetti this season, who is in extremely limited minutes just absolutely annihilating stuff. We'll talk about that in just a moment, but before we go any further, I wanted to shout out something really cool the Locked On Network is doing. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with our local experts and our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Well, like I just said, the Jets, uh, <laughs> they're cooking big time. And part of the reason that they are cooking big time this year is because this team's offensive depth has really started to take flight. And I don't know if there's a better example of this than Cole Perfetti, who this year has 29 points in 40 games. And when you think about how he's doing this, uh, Perfetti, you know, at times is really not playing a lot. On average this season, he's sitting around 14 and a half minutes. It's gone up the past couple of games, but he's also had some games where uh, he has as low as 11 and a half minutes. Um, there is... Excuse me. Uh, there is a chance that, you know, he might be on close to like a 60 to 65 point pace playing less than, you know, most second liners do. This is almost like third liner minutes. There is really no one in the league that is on that sort of points pace with as little ice time as Perfetti is getting. And I feel like Bones the last few games has been a little bit hit or miss with those uh, those deployments. I really want Perfetti to play more because I feel like he continues to blossom. You know, in his last five games, he's got points in four of those games. And in total, he's had like six points, which is pretty friggin' awesome. Uh, two goal night the other night. <laughs> he got double shifted a number of times to potentially chase a hat trick, his first career NHL hat trick. But more importantly, right, Perfetti's ability to elevate his game and be an absolute force out wide has been. Uh, something that's been really impressive to watch. 
for one thing, you know, I think he often is underrated for his defensive ability, which is great because a lot of people haven't really um, maybe picked up on the fact that when it comes to thieving pucks, forcing turnovers, applying spatial pressure, and back-checking aggressively, Perfetti is one of the most responsible players on the team, which for a 22-year-old is amazing. And I know a lot of people when it came to his like draft year were like, oh, the kid's undersized. You know, what is he realistically going to be able to accomplish with a smaller frame? But when you actually see how he plays, he plays well above his size class. The guy is not afraid to uh, really apply pressure in the corners. He'll grind right down low. He's not afraid to block shots. We've seen him lay down the body. I think the closest person I can say that uh, kind of exemplifies that sort of energy is Nikolai Ehlers. And Ehlers is defensively not close to the same level of impact. Perfetti is actually 100% uh, much better at it. And, you know, you, you see his defensive commitment, you see his shift-to-shift -shift commitment, but what really has continued to grow this year is his overall offensive game. Perfetti um, is really showing why his elite offensive instincts are truly to be feared. He had this one great goal. Uh, this was, I think, his first goal of the night where um, this was against Columbus. He kind of slipped in and just sort of uh, saw Samberg kind of coming in and and ended up. I don't know how he got lost in the defensive shuffle. I don't know if it was uh, a bit of a mistake from Columbus's blue line. I think it might have been Severson kind of going to the corner and perhaps uh, blowing the coverage. But Samberg had come around from behind the net and sauced a perfect pass to Perfetti, who was just sort of gliding in on that right side. Uh, just below the face-off circle, and snuck one right past Tarasov. Beautiful, beautiful play, an excellent setup. Also really impressive from Sandberg, who continues to show that he's not just a defender, uh, like a defensively-minded blue liner, but somebody who can also chip in offensively and be very creative with the puck. And then Perfetti had his best goal of the night, where he sort of collected a, a rebound from his own attempt, and uh, while he was almost falling, pulled off a really sick shot, uh, it also made for a really funny photo op where his legs are sticking up while he's, you know, on the ice and celebrating his goal. Although, you know him, he doesn't smile a lot. So uh, just a really amazing player that the Jets have found. You're starting to think about him as maybe needing to have been a top five pick. He has clearly among that top 10 been one of the highest performers. And when you look at his career already, in 109 games, he's at 66 points, which again, for how little he plays is actually really friggin' insane. Uh, this season, the fact that he is on the points pace that he is just shows that he is a burgeoning superstar. 14 goals already, 15 assists. You can prorate that how you like. You start to realize that uh, if he were playing like top-line minutes, he might actually be at or near a point per game, which is, you know, among the top for Jet scorers. Wow, is all I can say. I'm I'm really excited to see his continued progression and growth. He was one of the most exciting picks that we've seen. And I think, you know, when I called him at the time a genius, right? A player who was just naturally smarter and more gifted than almost any other Jets draft pick we've ever had. I didn't know that he would get this good this fast, right? I expected that there, there would be a bit of a learning curve, but the fact that he's already doing this with less than 200 games played at the NHL level is amazing. You know, you look at how long it's taken Quentin Byfield to really feel comfortable at this level, and Perfetti has really settled in 
rapidly. It's been amazing to watch. And I think for Jets fans, this kid just has uh, a, a sky-high ceiling, right? No matter what you want from him, whether it's defensive responsibility, skilled passing, a great shot, which he's using more and more, the confidence to make elite plays, and you know the drive to improve consistently – Perfetti just has it all. He's one of my favorite players, and I hope he becomes one of yours over the uh, the next few years. Now, of course, uh, with all of this, the success going on and all of the joy and happiness, the Jets naturally want to also, uh, you know, not only improve individually as players, but also against teams that they've maybe struggled against. And one of those opponents that I can't even say that they've really struggled against, but maybe have uh, struggled to not give up a point to is the Chicago Blackhawks. Now the the Hawks are a team that the Jets have already beaten this year, but obviously the last outing was an OT loss. This is one of the only teams that has taken points off the Jets, if you can believe it. Like Winnipeg has not lost very much at all this year, but somehow they've had you know overtime defeats to Montreal, to Chicago, and a regulation loss to San Jose. It's really funny because when you look at the rest of the resume, they're whooping Boston. They're whooping Colorado. Uh, they're whooping L.A. in their second game. So just a really funny and odd thing. But now the Jets have a chance to do what they did against San Jose last week and beat the Chicago Blackhawks this week. We'll talk about what to expect and what I'm thinking from this game in just a little bit. Before we go any further, though, I did want to shout out our friends and partners at Jace Medical. I know we talk about sports and we come here to escape from some of the crazy realities of life, but I just want to talk for a minute about preparing for real life, dealing with some of the stuff that's maybe a little bit uncomfortable. According to the FDA, pharmacies are running out of antibiotics like amoxicillin right in the middle of quite a few different outbreaks. I know I've personally had some uh, fun chest stuff over the last few months. You know, all of these respiratory illnesses are going around and it really sucks because some of it can take a long time to get out of your system. I can't imagine a more helpless feeling than if I or somebody else couldn't get a, a supply of antibiotics, something that I needed to try and just get rid of this stuff, especially because it can really knock you out for a good while. And, you know, with pharmacies struggling to keep supply lines open, you know, you need a solution. And that's why Jace Medical is here to help. The Jace case is a pack of five different antibiotics used commonly for a ton of different bacterial illnesses, including UTIs, respiratory infections, sinusitis, skin infections, and so much more. This is stuff that could happen to any of us and probably already has this year based on some of the respiratory illnesses that are going around. So visit uh, visit jacemedical.com and complete your physician's encounter. It'll be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medications will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. It's never been more important to be prepared than right now. Go to jacemedical.com and use offer locked on to get $20 off your order. Hello, friends, and welcome back to these closing thoughts on tonight's episode of Locked On, Winnipeg Jets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Every day, thank you so much for rejoining us as we talk about, uh, well, the Jets having a chance to get some revenge against the Chicago Blackhawks after an overtime loss to Connor Bedard just a few uh, a few weeks ago. And now the Jets are actually going to face a Connor Bedard-less Chicago Blackhawks because Bedard had his jaw broken. Uh, I think it was a fracture that he just had surgery on. Yikes, Brendan Smith caught him up high. It was unintentional totally, but, you know, sometimes when you go in for a shoulder check or something, it can still miss, especially with Bedard maybe going a little bit lower. Kind of caught him up high, and he fractured his jaw, which 
got to say that just sounds really awful. Uh, Chicago at this point now has so many injuries that if you were to look at this team as it is currently constructed, you might wonder if it's actually an NHL team. Most of their top players are on injured reserve. Athanasiu, Hall, Tyler Johnson, Jones, Felino, Bovillier, and Bedard. There's basically no one left on this team. I've never seen a, a roster quite like this at the NHL level. I mean, even the worst Sharks team this season probably has still had more talent than this team does, uh, which is crazy, right? They they just like claimed Zach Sanford off of waivers. And honestly, even if this team was healthy, he might still deserve a chance to get in, in this roster. That's how rough things have been for Chicago this season. And, you know, without Bedard, there's just really almost no one to score goals. They have a top line right now of Rem Pitlick, Philip Kurashev, and Taylor Radish. So for, for the Jets, this is really what is probably as close to a layup as it gets. Uh, Chicago has been losing games, as far as I know, pretty recently. They did beat the Anaheim Ducks, I want to say, with this lineup, uh, like in their first game out together. But the rest of the uh, outings have been not as fun. They, you know, have haven't exactly won a ton of games recently. Uh, the Haw or the Oilers beat them. They did survive the Flames. Uh, that was who it was. It wasn't Anaheim. They beat the Flames. But, you know, um, before then, they've lost to New Jersey, to the Rangers, to the Preds, to the Stars. So, like, the Jets really should have two points here that are, are within reach. I think Winnipeg is more than capable of coming away with a victory and with how this team is cooking right now, with the power play looking better uh, and all of that other fun stuff. I mean, the Jets just have a nice chance to come away with a pretty easy victory. But, you know, nothing is ever a given, and I feel like we've been so spoiled with the Jets on like in, like a seven-game win streak now, 30 straight games, three goals or less, all that fun stuff. It, it can let you be lulled into a sense of security, but I feel like this team this year has proven that they don't have that sort of tendency. The Jets really take care of business when it comes down to it. Uh, they really don't slip up very often, and when they do lose, more often than not, they're actually outplaying their opponents. So... I think the Jets come away with another victory. It'll set up what should be a much harder opponent um, on, on Saturday against the Philadelphia Flyers. But the Jets have a chance to add two more points, make things as easy as possible, and get through the next couple of days with hopefully um, you know, a nice little uh, lead in not only the Central Division, but also the overall NHL. Pad out those stats, get those extra points. This is the one of the easiest portions of the schedule. Because next week and beyond, things start to get notably harder. We're actually going to start facing some really good teams again. And you know how the Jets are. They have seemingly risen to the occasion every time. Let's not change that this time. Let me know what you're thinking for this game in the score predictions in the comments below or at my social medias at HLivingLoco and at LO underscore Winnipeg Jets. I'm going to go with 5-1 or 5-2, maybe just 5-1. Maybe even there's a shutout in there. I don't know. I don't know if Persuade will start. We'll find out. It'd be a good chance for him to get some more reps against the softer opponent. But let me know what you're thinking in the comments below. And again, as always, thank you so much for making Locked On Jets your first listen of the day every day. We'll see you back here tomorrow with perhaps an interesting trade discussion. So don't go anywhere. Have a great night. And as always, go Jets go.